1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today is a special day because we're talking about X-Men. No, not the X-Men in the MCU. The X-Men in the X-Men universe, which who knows? Maybe that will be in the MCU. But uh, for now, we are continuing our watch through of somewhat chronological order X-Men movies based on a website I found. Um, as
0: chronological as we can be
1: (laughs) yeah yeah we had a mini discussion about the fact that this movie seems like it uh, should have been earlier perhaps maybe first even (laughs) Uh, or second but according to the website X-Men Origins Wolverine is where we are after the first class version of Dark Phoenix so um, yes it does seem out of place but there's also not a timeline really like the the movie bounces back and forth all over the place and then kind of ends very uh, ambiguously as to when in time this is Um, Wolverine's my favorite character I was very excited when they announced this movie. I love the X-Men Origins video game. I think I've played it at least eight times all the way through. Love that game. It's great. The movie is not that. Uh, First thoughts, I was very upset. Although, technically, these are my first thoughts watching it normally, uh, we've talked about this before, but the first time I watched this movie, I watched the like pre-render cut. Um, so all the effects were even worse than they are. And then I remember watching it for the first time with the actual effects in the movie, and it still doesn't look that great. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's my first thoughts How about you guys.
2: Looking up when this came out, so 2009, so this would have been... Early call co- yeah, or, well, no, this would be like mid-college. Um, yeah, I think my, I so I watched this again today. I'm trying to remember what my first reactions were when it first came out. I'm sure it was kind of like, well, there were mutants in it. It's Wolverine. Mm-hmm. That was about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This one. I feel like the end of it, it just becomes like the train wreck. <laughs> it's like building up some promising ideas and then some of the decisions at the end. I'm just like, were they just rushing this? Because like I couldn't remember the length. It's an hour and 40 minute film. And there was moments in this I was just like, because this was a rewatch and I haven't seen this movie in a long time. So I was just like, when are we going to see these characters? And I just kept looking at the time and I'm just like, man they really do a lot of build up and then the last like <laughs> act is just rush 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 rush
1: yeah oh yeah
0: I also made a note of the very poor pacing in my notes like I think it's I think it's a testament to the very poor pacing that I paused this movie like five times partly because I got bored and wanted to do something else and also <laughs> because I was checking to see like this is the midpoint this is supposed to be the midpoint like, it didn't make any sense. I feel like there was a, a much cooler, like, two-and-a-half-hour version of this movie kicking around somewhere way, way early in development. That over time, and with more, like, studio influence, eventually morphed into the hour-and-forty-minute, uh, like, mutant scavenger hunt that we have now. And y'all know that this is the first time I ever saw this movie. And before I even started it, my husband, Mason, said you are going to hate this so much. <laughs> and I don't, I don't hate it. I think that it's, it's better than Morbius, but less good than Blade. If that's any uh, indication of the quality of the film. And I think that I just don't have that, uh, that visceral reaction <laughs> of hatred that a lot of people do for it. Because a, it's been like 13 years since it was released. Um, And also because it's... uh, People walked into it with such high expectations. Because they loved that character. And they were like, oh, we're going to get Deadpool. We're going to get Blob. We're going to get all these other cool characters. And then it did so little with what they had. Mm -hmm. So I walked in with no expectations. (laughs) I was told, this is quite bad. (laughs) And so I was like, well, it's only about as bad as most of the movies released. Somewhere between 1995 and 2004. (laughs) Which is bad because it was in 2009. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I didn't, I don't hate it. It didn't offend me. It just wasn't good.
1: (laughs) I think that, uh, so my fiance uh, was sick over the weekend. So, because otherwise she probably would not have uh, volunteered to watch this movie with me. Um, But she kind of had to. So uh, we watched it together and she made a comment at least four or five times while watching it about how it just didn't make sense. Like there were so many things that were just convenient for convenience sake to push the story along. But, but like rules that the movie made that then broke pretty quickly. And the more I sat and thought about it, the more I was like, you know, I think this movie tried too hard to be a comic book. Like, OK, there's a moment where Wolverine is riding a motorcycle and he sticks his claws in the ground, which somehow slows and then spins the motorcycle around so he can go back the other way. All right. Picture it in a comic. It's probably three panels, pretty small. Him pops his claws, him with his claws in the ground, and then another shot of him like whipping the bike around. It, it looks really cool. In visual effects, live action nonsense, it looks atrocious. It A doesn't make sense. B looks horrible. And C, he's not it's he doesn't turn around quickly. It's no quicker than if he had just stopped and probably turned the motorcycle around and gone the other way. So it's just stuff like that happens a lot in this movie. And It looks bad. It doesn't make sense. But then if you look at it from a view of like this came right out of a comic book, then you're like, I understand what they were trying to do. None of it worked, but I understand what they were trying to do. Um, I don't I don't want to like ping pong around too much in the movie, but another big moment like this is he's fighting Gambit Gambit is at the top of a fire escape. And somehow he, Wolverine is just like swinging wildly, and the fire escape is coming down as he's slashing. Same bits page
2: because that's the scene that's locked in my brain. Like I can't <laughs> get over how cringy that yes. was.
1: It's like in a comic book. Sure, I could see that working, and you passing it off as plausible. But in real life, it just looks horrible. <laughs> so. I don't know. I will. We'll jump in at the top of the movie and and break it down as we go. But I think that that's the main takeaway for me, at least for this movie, is that they tried to make a comic book into a movie instead of trying to make a movie about comic book characters. So, if you haven't seen it, keep that in mind. <laughs> It starts early on. We get like, I don't know if anyone has read the X or the Wolverine Origins comic. Uh, that's where we start with James Howlett as a little kid. Um, Victor Creed is there. I think some of the things are a little bit adjusted for this movie because I don't remember Victor. victor's dad being wolverine's dad like i i don't i don't remember all that from the comic maybe that is what happened and i just don't remember i don't even I don't,
2: remember that from the first time i watched this like <laughs> we watched i'm just like are we watching morbius again like what's
1: <laughs> yeah it's just like kids um, then yeah. then you get the whole like
2: running montage i'm like wait am i watching thor now like <laughs> i like, just all
1: these little like uh,
2: references to what's referencing what and it's redoing things.
1: It is funny. I had a moment where I was like, man, they retconned this so fast when they made the second Wolverine movie, because that movie literally starts with him in a prison camp in world war two in, uh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, seemingly in this movie, he was on the European front in the fight with Victor. So how did he end up over there? I mean, it was a long war. Maybe he jumped around, but I don't know. I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. And then he and Victor are like always together. So are we supposed to think that Victor was in that prison camp too? Or I don't know. I, I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to like show us this relationship that he and, and Victor have, but I feel like I feel like that relationship is a lot more one-sided in the comics than it appears to be in this movie where it's like Wolverine and Victor are working together in the comics. It's more like Victor's obsessed with Wolverine and Wolverine's like, stop killing all my wives and leave me alone. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I see what they were trying to do, but also it was too bad. Victor's like weird, hops. Oh, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say the opening sequence is one of the very few genuinely cool parts of this movie. Mm-hmm. Where it's just going through time and showing them how they change and they fight side by side like brothers and I was I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And Mason's like, don't let this mislead you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. it would be I I think it would be cool if they made like why is why is Sabretooth like a wolf? Like, why does he run on all fours and, like, bounce off the walls and swing from stuff? Like, what is that? Just make him run like a normal person. Wolverine doesn't do all that stuff. Right. Ah.
2: Why? I definitely want to get into to casting. Eventually, because <laughs> it's just a lot of interesting choices. But why couldn't I wonder if they try to get Taylor main to come back and play. Sabretooth again.
1: I don't know. I, I think that they were. They were. Try- see, that's the thing. It's like they were trying to cast a movie that isn't a comic book movie, because if you think about Sabretooth in X-Men, which will be our next movie. So we get to see it in all its glory. It is like right out of the comic books, like he is covered in hair, head to toe, like straight. out. Of it's the what
2: I remember from like the animated series. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like that stuff gave me like the cool vibes like all right uh, yeah.
1: they, they know what they're doing like let's so this was like they they wanted it to be more gritty and real and then immediately threw all that out the window by doing <laughs> like crazy wild effects and all these crazy cg shots and colors and stuff that are just like what, what is this what am i watching
2: and they wanted to push the whole like relationship brother Mm-hmm. vibes right because it's like they just make them look like they've got the same facial hair and mm-hmm. trying it seems like they're trying to layer in like I don't even know like do they have the same bother like you know are they actually related mm-hmm. you know pushing this kind of goes to you it's like you know are you wanting this to be like comic book movie or are you trying to like alter so many things and get the people thinking outside of the comic stories and right do other things
1: which would be fine if they just decided on one of those two things
2: <laughs> but you look at like the how these release in order like we I and mean, we'll get into a lot more of this that kind of alters everything that we've already seen
1: right yeah it alters everything we've already seen and it almost seems like they they were like hey well Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is like the only thing people like <laughs> apart, apart from like Ian and Patrick so what we're going to do is we're just going to do a Wolverine universe. And like none of the movies make sense with anything that we've shown you, uh, except for like the base comic book knowledge of Wolverine heals, He has claws, they're adamantium, why they're adamantium and that he loves Jean. Like those are the only things that we care about anymore. Mm -hmm. Everything else doesn't matter. And it's so weird because they spent so much time building the X-Men universe with those first three movies that like why why retcon all that stuff for a spin-off series that granted I mean I enjoy Wolverine 2 and Logan but this movie just oh it's rough
2: do we know I just want to stick with like that idea the idea of X Men Origins. Do either of you know what the potential if they would have continued on with Origins, what would have been the next film?
0: I remember they wanted to do a Magneto one.
2: Mm Was it would have been Magneto?
0: Yeah, and they said a bunch of those elements got incorporated into X Men First Class, but that's all that I know of.
2: I was trying to get box office numbers. Just uh, okay, so the budget was estimated at one hundred fifty million. (laughs)
1: where did it go where where where's the 150
2: million? million opening weekend was 85 million the gross in u.s and canada was right under 180 million and gross worldwide was 373 million
1: that's rough i mean it doesn't surprise me though like if i had gone to as much as I wanted to at the time I was dead set on going to see it in theaters I never got the chance I think I would have been upset like they took my favorite character and they made it this weird nonsense story that like retcon everything that we've already seen but for no real reason and then just kind of ends in a way that you're like What the hell was that? Like, you didn't explain anything. You just made up a bunch of stuff. You shoved a bunch of characters in our face and then disappeared. Like. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know what the what the idea with this was. I don't know, honestly, if like they thought this was going to be it, like they were going to do one Wolverine movie and be done or if they did this movie and then somebody was like, hey, we need to do that but better because that was horrible. So that's why they did Wolverine two, because I don't remember Wolverine two being bad. Like I genuinely enjoyed that movie. Yeah. So I don't know what this was. I don't know what happened here.
0: I had forgotten that the Wolverine existed until I was trying to look at stuff for this movie and accidentally clicked on that one. And I was like, Oh yeah, there's okay.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And is James saying? Is it? Did Mangold do? Who did this one? Uh,
0: Let me look because it was a guy I'd never heard of. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Origins was Gavin Hood, but James Mangold did uh, the Wolverine.
1: Well, and I think I think a a big factor for this movie not looking good at least, was like, you can very, very much tell that this was all shot indoors on a soundstage. <laughs> like, n- even even the few times where they're like out in a field, it's like, yeah, that looks like a really fake field. It looks like a bunch of, you know, turf, grass, and then a big blue screen behind it that they threw some mountains on. Like, Why? <laughs> Stock footage of Canada. (laughs) Yes, like they didn't have money to go outside and shoot. They had 150 million dollars. What, like? And they shot this in New Zealand. Yeah. Yes. I was so so surprised. Just go outside, and there's so many great locations. And instead, it was like all in a soundstage, and it just doesn't look good. None of it ever looks good. Oh, it's so sad. Um, we do get to see the version of Stryker, um, that seems to be somewhat like in between the version that we see in the first class movies and the version that we see in the X-Men movies. So like, if we're, if we're basing this on Stryker's appearance, this movie fits perfectly between the first class movies and the original movies. Because it's like, we got young striker, we got like, late middle-aged striker, and then we have like, old striker. So, that for me, is like the only connecting piece for this movie. Like, that makes any sort of sense. But then, you know, in X-Men 1, we get the whole backstory of Wolverine getting the adamantium again and then that's the whole like plot basically of x2 is him going to find reich or whatever where where he got injected with everything and find striker so that's like a big plot point of that movie and i feel like it's weird that we're revisiting it yeah but still not in as good a way as they did with a movie that wasn't even about wolverine like the dark phoenix movie the saving grace for that movie is the scene where we get to see Wolverine break out of that containment facility and it's comic accurate ish and it's scary. And you're like, Oh my God, Wolverine's like a monster. Like that's awesome. Why couldn't we do that? Why did we get like, I mean, yeah, it's my fiance pointed out. She was like, there's that scene that you see, like whenever you see anything about X-Men, it's the shot of, Hugh Jackman like rah, like ripping out of all the cords and stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think if I I mean granted I, I have weird memories of this movie from watching the bad version of it but I think if I didn't have those that would be the only thing that I could point and be like oh yeah that's from that movie there's nothing memorable going on not
2: the, not the let me stand and look myself in the mirror and look at my shiny new claws that look
1: oh yeah and they look horrible which seems like they covered up a practical effect like it seems like he's holding on to those claw things that he uses for every other movie so I don't know why we're pretending he didn't have them for this movie and then they covered them up with chunky plastic looking claws Mm -hmm. and then what's he doing he's like clinking them together (laughs) like why would you do that If, if I grew claws all of a sudden I wouldn't like tap them together and see what happened
2: yeah i just remember when this this moment was like in the i think one of the trailers maybe the final trailer or or the initial teaser trailer but just how like off it looked from the x-men films and that was like the initial reaction everyone had like whoa Mm -hmm. why did they change Mm -hmm. like why are they i just remember the, the seeing it in theater just was just off right Mm -hmm. not what you're used to it's like why would they change they're fine
1: Mm -hmm. well and they're i mean in in all the movies they're a practical effect he's literally just like holding a thing that goes in his palm and then the claw the metal claws come up and hook so they look like they're coming out what why would you change that and cg it like it's never gonna look good and it doesn't look good i mean granted Like I said, when I saw it, they were gray, not silver. (laughs) But they didn't look any different. It literally looks like all they were missing was the color. So that's really depressing.
2: Uh, It's the budget. It's that budget.
1: Yeah. Only $150 million. I know. Now I want to see what
2: the the budget for X-Men was now. Just to like...
1: See what the budget for Logan was.
2: Right? I mean... Uh, So budget... Okay, the budget for X-Men was $75 million.
1: <laughs> And that movie looks great.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I wonder how much difference there was between what they initially paid Hugh Jackman versus what they ended up paying Hugh Jackman.
1: It's also true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So a big chunk of that $150 million might be just making sure that he and Liam Schrauber are being paid their asking price.
1: Mm-hmm. true
2: Logan was 97 million and it's gross was 619 million
1: that's wild
2: that's pretty wild
1: not even as much as Origins and they made six times what Origins made like uh, it's it's really sad because I feel like this movie could have been great and I mean we're even you know we haven't even really talked about Deadpool yet but like that was just a mistake like I don't I don't know who's decided that they were going to take a bunch of mutants powers and give them to Deadpool and that's why they were going to call him Deadpool when like where is that what comic is that in like I know there's like Deadpool Venom comic where he gets the symbiote there's deadpool mixed with cable but like what he can pop around he has swords coming out of his arms he shoots laser beams his mouth is sewn shut like who thought that that was a good idea and like i'm glad that you know they poke fun at it now in the deadpool movie it's funny but like i still don't understand what the thought process was there like to take a a character and, like, not only change them, but completely change them. I mean, make, like, a completely different character.
0: Like, the defining aspect of Deadpool is, aside from his powers, is the way he talks. Right. And he doesn't talk after his first little bit in the movie because he has no mouth.
1: Right. <laughs> and they all talk, like, every time they talk about him in the movie, they're like, God, Wade never shuts up. He has like six lines. He doesn't <laughs> even talk that much.
2: Yeah, he's not even in the film that much. But from what I'm seeing, which we may need to fact check this, is like this version of Wade Wilson is from Earth ten thousand and five, Whereas the Deadpool, the other Deadpool movies are from Earth 616.
1: Well, we need to never visit this Earth ever again.
2: I mean, this is like... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get the decisions there.
1: It's and uh, it's weird because like I mean we've already said that th- this movie and like maybe that's it, right? Maybe that's what we're supposed to just pretend to shove it all under the carpet that this is a completely different universe from literally everything else that we've seen <laughs> or will see technically from when this came out. But like All the stuff that they retcon about, like, base characters for this universe are then re-also retconned when they do first class. Like, I mean, we still get the Scott Summers, he's in school, right? And, like, that's how they find, like, they come get him or whatever, but it's not... Sabretooth come in to steal him to get his DNA to put into another mutant that's dead mm-hmm. that they still don't really explain. Like, so they killed Wade and then injected him with Wolverine's DNA and that gave him Wolverine's regenerative abilities. That doesn't make sense. Then everybody could have that. Like
2: <laughs> there should have been a lot more going on ar- around there. Um,
1: they also don't explain what what is Daredevil's or Daredevil's what is Deadpool's or I guess Wade Wilson's abilities? Sucks. Like, yeah, like like everyone else on this team has a mutant ability. He but can he d-
2: doesn't block bullets with his katanas. That's basically all we saw.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I don't what is what is his power?
2: <laughs> Which side note, uh it's when we actually see the then the you know, the advanced version of him. It's a whole different actor. I didn't even realize. That. Yeah, yeah. It's not even uh Ryan Reynolds playing in there.
0: Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Completely different guy. Yeah. And he's naked and for some reason they like pulled the skin back from his eyes. Like that's not explained either. What it's just that it just they just did it to do it, I guess.
0: It can be good for his eyes.
1: And then whenever he shoots laser beams, it turns black instead of red. Like I don't know what they were doing. Like it's like someone who's never read a comic book sat down and wrote this movie
2: well this this goes into those one of those situations of like was this all from like the studio where you know what could have the original ideas have been where people were just kind of like no how about we just take all of that and combine it into like one character (laughs) or you know
0: i was reading that they were they were planning a, a solo deadpool movie And then they were like, no, that's stupid. Let's just throw all of our Deadpool stuff into this Wolverine property and see what we can do.
1: (laughs) I can't imagine what that movie would have been like (laughs) if it was this Deadpool. I mean, if
2: anything from this, this is probably what really kind of heightened the the fan fandom around. Oh, they actually got Ryan Reynolds to play Wade Wilson. We need a true Deadpool movie. Like, Mm -mm. this is probably what really ignited that. And then. Mm -mm.
1: So yeah, so I guess that's the thank you X-Men Origins for <laughs> giving us a, the precursor to an actual Deadpool movie. Yeah. I I don't know. We can we can just kind of talk about, you know, what our what what were your favorite moments from this movie so that we can, you know, we'll shine a little bit of light on the good parts of it. I I think for me it was i love getting to see mutant like just powers like a bunch of powers it doesn't always work in movies most of the time it's really dumb but like stuff like sky high or (laughs) x3 where like there's just like a group of you know non-main character mutants with powers and you just get to see their powers going on in the background it's like yeah that's so cool like I want to be in a situation like that where there's just like a crazy amount of powered people just playing around with their powers. Um, So we get to see that in this movie. And there's a couple that you can kind of point out and be like, oh, like there's Toad. Oh, there's a guy that like kind of looks like he's supposed to be Quicksilver. Um, So like that was fun. I enjoy the, the first fight between uh, Wolverine and Sabretooth. Like at the bar. I thought that was fun. Um, It's interesting to see like. He has bone claws, so Sabretooth is able to like stomp and break them. And I was like, well, that's I mean, yeah, that makes sense. And Gambit was fun. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't great, but he was. Fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, so so talk about Gambit for a second. I could not remember who the actor that played Gambit
0: Taylor Kitsch
2: (laughs) rewatching this. Yeah. (laughs) And even still, like, I was like, who is this guy? I had to look him up. I was like, Oh yeah, he's, he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, ah, No,
1: I thought, I thought when we first were introduced to him, he was cool. He was very Gambit minus the like super heavy Cajun accent. But like, that's fine. We don't we don't need that. Um. He, he was cool. And then. It turned into this like. Weird Gambit where he was like cool guy Gambit. And his powers were like. Not really explained. Mm hmm. And then they also kind of didn't make sense sometimes, like when he saves Wolverine from getting crushed by the, I mean, saves is a loose term, right? Like he would have survived it, but um, getting crushed by the piece of the silo, like he touches the silo with his cane and it immediately explodes. And it's like, well, that's not, that's not how his power works. Like... (laughs) I mean, granted, I'm, you know, I'm expecting a lot of this movie (laughs) that was made in 2009 and got nothing right. So I don't know. But I I thought the card tricks that he would do, he was doing was cool. And like with the first time that he ignites a card and throws it, I was like, yeah, Gambit, oh, Gambit's so cool. But like his kingpin cane was dumb, like, I don't know.
2: I need to rewatch the animated series just because i cannot remember like just gambit's vibe it's been a minute since i've you know at the time that i saw this yeah i was probably like super hyped to see gambit and thought it was super cool and the second time around i was just kind of like like i said earlier i was like who is this guy <laughs> <I'm kinda laughs> like where is he at these days like i just couldn't couldn't find the name or picture him in anything else and yeah i need to revisit gambit just to get a re familiarize myself with that character he's a bit of a creep
1: (laughs) yeah uh but i don't know i always thought his powers were cool
2: yeah i thought he had pretty cool powers
1: so i don't know whatever happened to the gambit movie we're supposed to get I Feel like that was circulating for years. <laughs> They're like Channing Tatum's Gambit. Oh, I see. see okay, yeah, shoot this exactly. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> so much like, yeah, like the fan fandom of like getting Channing Tatum to be Gambit. Where did why didn't that happen?
1: Why didn't it happen? But also, where did it come from? Yeah, it was just like randomly all of a sudden, everyone was like, Channing Tatum's been <laughs> cast to play Gambit. I was like, In what? There's, <laughs> oh, there's a Gambit movie. That's weird. All right. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's been five years, I think, since I heard that. Like, where's that movie? But I've and... still
2: seen, like, some fan art around it that's pretty cool.
1: Which, I mean, you know, we got. I still have not seen it yet. But one of the things that was ruined for me was that John Krasinski is Mr. Fantastic and Doctor Strange.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That had been circulating for years as well so like are we going to get some weird illuminati version of the x-men with Channing Tatum as Gambit in the future just to like shut everybody up and be like yeah here here's Channing Tatum Gambit but then we're never gonna see him again
0: I genuinely wonder what has made them like cast Channing Tatum and want Channing Tatum in that role Unless it's just because he's from the South. Is that they had one check mark and they all right, well we got him.
2: Got him maybe, but but if you look at some of the fan art, he does look like it's you know, it just kinda of makes sense.
1: He does, but I feel like they they like I've seen the fan art of um what's his name? Harry Potter isn't that who they think? Daniel is? Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. I've seen fan art of Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine, and like, yeah, you at first glance you're like, yeah, that looks just like Wolverine, and then the more you look at it, the more you're like, well, that's also like a weird altered version of Daniel Radcliffe. That's not <laughs> that's not what he looks like. So I don't know. I I agree. I think that if they tried. If they put some effort into it, they could cast somebody that we don't even know that would be a really great Gambit. But I feel like now that there's been so much talk of Channing Tatum as Gambit, they're going to have to do it at some point, whether it's like he is Gambit or he is a multiverse version of Gambit or clone of Gambit or something.
0: Poor Taylor Kish just can't catch a break. He's not even getting the Gambit movie.
1: Nope. No. So there just... was a of
2: josh zedumer wrote a script for gambit but it was never produced but they are eyeing at channing tatum to set to be the star in it
1: i mean i watch it (laughs) like i i think it would be cool when
2: disney got the rights to everything they canceled it in may
1: 2019 well that doesn't surprise me that's Disney watching their back.
2: <laughs> I mean they they can go back and they'll they'll we I I would expect we're going to see a cool gambit in the future. Mm.
1: I could easily see that being a series, like a Disney Plus series where instead of giving him his own movie because we haven't even heard how they're going to introduce X-Men into the universe. So
2: I'm so, I'm still stuck on this. Apparently Channing Tatum was at San Diego Comic-Con promoting Gambit that he was going to be in it.
1: This year? 2015. Or last year? Oh, 2015. Yeah, yeah. so like <laughs> I don't I could see why Disney canceled it because they have their vision yeah. you know, of what is going to happen in the Marvel universe and so maybe they're trying to figure out how to fit it in, but I could definitely see it being a series instead of a movie, which like hey, that could be cool. I don't I don't really know Gambit's origin story. If there is one, I just know of him from like the comic or the, the cartoon and a couple X-Men comics. And then from this, which like, don't put all your eggs in this basket. Um,
2: yeah, going back to, sorry, I keep balancing us back and forth, (laughs) like how X-Men would be. I mean, could they pull, could they get, um, Patrick Stewart again to bring bring in the X-Men in the MCU I don't know
1: I think if they if they got Ian or Patrick to reprise their roles it would have to be like a torch passing role like I I don't they're definitely not going to stick around and do this for more than like cameo in a movie yeah so they're gonna have to find somebody to replace those characters unless we're gonna get you know who knows this could be x-men from you know later x-men where like all the it's not xavier school it's now gene gray's school for the gifted and we're getting like a later version of all these characters and we're going to start getting more like the new wave of Mm -hmm. X-Men. I don't know that people would be super jazzed about that, but it's also kind of late to shoehorn that in, you know?
2: I wonder if we could fact check or find like why in origins did they choose to have Xavier standing versus in a wheelchair just mm-hmm. in his, you know,
1: I think because they didn't, they didn't know what they were going to do next. Uh, so they were probably like, yeah, this is just early, right? This is earlier. So he stands and it's like, uh, and then immediately they made first class and were like, no, 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 no. He hasn't been standing since like long before he lost his hair. Like, 1960s. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I don't know. His face also, was also
0: creepy CGI.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh, that that, <laughs> whole, that whole scene was horrible.
0: He looked like Mr. Clean. It was terrifying.
1: It looked like, it, if you watch that scene, just that one scene of the kids running out to the helicopter, it literally looks like they are all jogging in place. And they have like somehow... Force perspective (laughs) to make it look like they're running to the helicopter it looks so bad i don't the end of the like you said i mean the first 15 20 minutes of the movie while slow is okay Mm -hmm. it's fine you're in it you're kind of semi-interested in what's happening And then it just slowly starts rolling downhill. And by the time you get to the last act of the movie, you're like, do I even care anymore? Like, I don't it doesn't matter to me what happens next. Like, I may as well just turn this movie off and then start X-Men and be like, all right, yeah, Wolverine.
2: That's the struggle, I agree. Because you already know characters that survive and yeah, it becomes like let me just get to the next one.
1: And that's the thing is like they they introduced too many mainstream characters for you to think that anything bad was going to happen to them. Right. Like if they had introduced us to some crazy superpowered mutants that like we've never heard of before, then maybe it would have been a little bit more like, oh, like they could kill any of these people at any moment and we would be like, oh, that was crazy. But instead, they were like, look, here's Emma Frost and here's Scott Summers and they're leading the band of mutants. So it's like, well, they're not going to get shot or anything. I mean, are we kidding? They're literally main characters in the next movies. So
0: (laughs) except according to Wikipedia, that's not Emma Frost. It's a whole other Emma with one of her powers, but no telekinesis. Hmm. Which is so stupid. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. I think it was originally supposed to be like Emma Frost, but they had to change it because it didn't fit in. I don't, I don't look; it makes no sense. Anyway, you turn it. And also, while we're talking about killing off characters, they kind of fridge Kayla Silverfox, only to bring her back at the end and re-kill her. Yeah. And uh, that whole character was so annoying because she was was just there to be, like, his girlfriend and a secret mutant. And also they cast a blue-eyed white lady to play a First Nations woman. And it was just like, what is Mm -hmm. this?
1: Mm -hmm. And the, like, the huge reveal, the fact that she has a power as long as she's touching you is, like, so foreshadowed in the scene where they're on the bridge that it's, like, you don't even have to know who that character is to know like, Oh, she has like persuasive powers and Maybe. she has to touch you like <laughs> I, that. I, I remember watching it like this weekend and we got to that scene and like, well, yes, I've seen the movie before and I know she has powers. It was like, Oh, that's right. She has powers. Like you can tell <laughs> immediately. And so at the end when they're like, Oh, she has powers. And Wolverine's like, Oh, you have power it's like yeah yeah idiot like were you paying attention like
0: also for this to work at all it means that when he found her dead in the field he just left her there he and- didn't like have a funeral or anything he just like left her and he's like all right i'm up to get revenge and just like just jogging towards
1: oh my gosh and also didn't look at her no! Like, like when it shows it shows Sabretooth literally just like rip up in a bag of blood and pour it <laughs> on her and when he comes up to her he's like oh she's dead and it's like you didn't look to see like did she get stabbed or anything? Mm-hmm.
2: Check her pulse a couple of times, look in the air and scream.
1: <laughs> and Take then, her to the doctor? Yeah, and then just left her there yeah, ran away.
0: Ah, oh, so stupid.
2: His co-workers You know, they could tell something's bothering him, but they don't even, like, want to follow him to see what's going on.
1: Yeah, they're just like, hey, Logan. And then we never see them again.
2: (laughs) And, it's you know, there's so much lack of that other, you know, part of X-Men within this. It's like, do his coworkers know that he's a mutant? Are they okay with it? Is this still a... Clearly, there's tons of mutants. We don't Mm -hmm. get any of that sense of, like, people are terrified of mutants or there's people that are pro-mutant like we don't get any of that within this
1: the the only person that we get any hints that they don't like mutants is Stryker, but the other general seems to know that he's like hey man like we're gonna take you off this because you're too close to this because your son's a mutant so it's like yeah clearly everyone knows about mutants and no one really seems to have a problem with them Which is another, like, it doesn't make sense because you've already set up this universe that people are afraid of mutants. That's literally what the first three X-Men movies are about, is that people are afraid of mutants. So, to then have this movie where, like, yeah, that's not even a part of the movie. Gambit's sitting there in a crowded gambling hall, flipping cards around, clearly, magically. I mean, like, no one's looking at that and thinking it's real, so it's like what (laughs) does nobody I guess nobody cares I think this movie tried too hard it clearly missed Um.
0: but like Hugh Jackman is giving it everything he's got like he never ever phones it in in any movie ever but even like this one ever His dialogue is pretty trash. The story is stupid and cliched and predictable. And also, again, the pacing is just horrendous. He's he's doing it. He's doing what he's showing up to do every single day.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. Just, you know, snaps for Hugh Jackman.
1: Yeah. I I mean, he's definitely it's going to be hard to replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I mean,
2: I'd say that's another win from this is grateful that he stuck with this character. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Um, at one point, I thought he had owned the rights to the character, but I don't think he ever did.
1: I don't know I could see it i mean he he did basically hang on to this character for three, four, five, six, seven eight, nine movies because he's in first class and second class and third class like he's he's in every x men movie. And the fact that like he's constantly referenced in De- uh, in Deadpool as the fact that he's Wolverine, so it's like realistically, it's eleven movies that he's been Wolverine in.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah this this for me, this will be till till my my end days. He's always going to be Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart's always going to be Professor X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs>
0: And somebody on this movie had the good foresight to cast Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Yes.
2: yeah, And now forever, Ryan
1: Reynolds is Deadpool.
2: And and yeah, Ryan Reynolds will always be Deadpool. 100%. Um,
1: Luckily, not the other guy.
2: (laughs) That's going to be... The day that the internet explodes, implodes, whatever will be when we finally get a Deadpool movie with, Wolver- with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that... I know that they're working on, like, the Disney Deadpool movie. I don't think that there's even... It's not even slated yet. But, like, we all know that it's going to come eventually. And if Hugh Jackman doesn't show up in that movie, even as himself in a, as a cameo, like... <laughs> Uh, I don't know what we're doing. I mean, they got Chris Evans to show up in Free Guy
0: mm-hmm.
1: for a, a two-second Captain America joke. Like, <laughs> surely Ryan Reynolds could get Hugh Jackman to pop off. And
2: again, at this point, don't. It doesn't have to be about money. You you guys have money. Just, yeah. do, no. it. Yeah, no, no, just best, do it. Yeah, you guys are best.
1: You're best friends. Just be friends right. in a movie together. I don't,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it, yeah, cuz this is one of those moments of like if we would have gotten the Donald Glover animated series, would we have gotten like Hugh Jackman to voice Wolverine in it?
1: Mhm. I mean, I 100%. Well, I I don't know cuz I think there is a there is a Wolverine voice actor and I think he's done Wolverine for like the past like all the newer animated series and the games and stuff like that. Like, I don't even think Hugh Jackman voices Wolverine in the X-Men origins game. And that does- is,
2: um, is this voice actor? Do we know if he's coming in for the upcoming Wolverine game? Um,
0: I do remember reading that for the uh, X-Men 1997 series that they got the original voice cast back.
2: Mm hmm um yeah a lot uh the majority of them right or did Mm -hmm. they get all of them or at least all the ones that are still living
0: i mean what i saw suggested that everybody who was around is in the new show i could be wrong and it could change i mean it's in production right now but
2: uh steve blum
1: Oh, that makes the mo- sense. The
2: most likely candidate for Wolverine's voice actor in Insomniac's Wolverine is Steve Blum. He's been Logan's voice across multiple productions. He's played Wolverine in X-Men Legends, Legends 2, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Spider Man Web of Shadows, Wolverine and the X-Men, Hulk versus like this goes.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the same list, it just never ends. <laughs>
2: the X-Men Marvel anime, Deadpool, Ultimate Spider Man, like
1: and the newest one the Marvel Ultimate Alliance of the Black Border. So I that doesn't surprise me. Um I don't think that Hugh Jackman although it says he did do Wolverine in the X-Men. Oh, that was the X-Men game. So yeah, he didn't even do it for the the Wolverine game. So
0: He does have some uh, voice acting credits, so I could see if he wanted to do it that he would, but
1: I think, I it, think that at, this
2: point, at this point in at this point in his career, his career, he's probably going to be very, very selective, especially if he does come back to play mm-hmm. Logan or Wolverine,
1: which he pr- has the rights to. Yeah,
2: hundred you know. percent. Ryan well. Reynolds backs him into a corner, and he just <laughs> say no.
1: Just gorilla <laughs> filming. Ryan Reynolds shows up at his house in a Deadpool that
0: with his adorable children, and it's like. Okay,
2: tell them you're not gonna be Wolverine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like he, Ryan Reynolds needs to like do something where like calls up his wife and like, hey, we need to schedule like a play date so I can borrow you <laughs> <as> well.
1: <laughs> all right, well
2: we're gonna, we're gonna we, uh, rate it.
1: Yeah. Before we leave you all, we will give our ratings for X-Men Origins Wolverine. I'm gonna give it one. Out of six Wolverine claws. Um, (laughs) I think it's fun enough to watch if you've never seen it. As long as you go into it knowing you're about to watch a not great movie. Um, But it's definitely not. Even for a character that I love. It's not on a list of like must sees. So. That's my. That's my rating this time.
2: I think I would go one completely extended claw with one halfway extended claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Soul Reasons, Hugh Jackman is Logan Wolverine, you can't beat it. Um, I will say, yeah, like the Gambit moments, there were some cool moments. But um, yeah, that's that's really it. <laughs> um, I
0: think I will give it to avocados out of five um and again this movie isn't the most horrendously bad dispiriting thing i've ever seen in my entire life it's just not very good it's it's boring and i got distracted a lot watching it
1: are these Um, are these pitted avocados
0: uh yes and the pits are a little bit big so you know that's a bummer (laughs) <laughs> and the avocado needs a few more days before he can make guacamole out of it. So it's that situation. Uh, but yeah, Hugh Jackman's good. Poor Taylor Kitsch. He just, he needs, I would say that he needs a break, but I think he got a pretty good one when he was in that Waco series. He's he's better than this movie too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's pretty fun to watch. And it was a lot of fun to watch with Mason because we made fun of it together. <laughs> Especially, I was like, "Wait, is this saying that the mutants caused the Three Mile Island incident?" And he's like, "Yes, it is." It's like, "Gosh, that's <laughs> so stupid."
1: And very timely because Netflix just put out that uh, Three Mile Island show.
0: Mm. So. Must we leave <laughs> no historical stone unturned by Netflix or mutants? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well that that wraps it up this week for our uh, X Men continuation. Definitely join us. Next time we do this, um, because we'll be watching the original X-Men movie, which as we all know, started all of this, um, at least for the X-Men. So good, uh, good kickoff there. Um, but definitely join us next week for our regular episode because it's finally here. It feels like it's taken forever. It's finally here. We're gonna to get to watch Miss Marvel and talk about it. So look out for that next week. Uh, anyone have a a great one-liner to end our Wolverine Origins episode?
0: You specified great, so I think you set the bar too high.
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> doesn't Does anyone say what
2: happy? what's his one line for- in like first class? <laughs>